Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, Boo. Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I want to share with you a must-listen to podcast called Multi-Passionate Mastery. If you're multi-passionate like me, you're going to love this show. Multi-Passionate Mastery is all about embracing your diverse interests and defining your own version of success without sacrificing your creativity. Host Deanna Joy, who is a dear friend of mine, is a life coach and a multi-passionate herself, so she really gets it. She shares practical tips and strategies to help you prioritize and focus so you can make the most of your many talents. What sets multi-passionate mastery apart is the way that Joy combines relatable stories from her own life with actionable solutions to common problems faced by multi-passionates that you won't find anywhere else. It's literally like having a supportive friend who truly understands what you're going through. And you know, that is my vibe. Don't miss out on this incredible resource. Head on over to your favorite podcast app right now and search for multi-passionate mastery. Subscribe, listen, Listen and join the movement of multi-passionates who are prioritizing, thriving, and no longer apologizing for choosing to be masterful over their own creative expression. Tune in today and tell her that Kay sent you. Hey, boo. Hey. Okay, y'all. I'm so excited for this episode. I got my boo, Andrea Singletary. We are going to be talking all things podcasting. You know, I love podcasting. I mean, we've been rocking with the podcast for over 200 episodes now. So I'm really excited to have a actual podcast expert come and talk to us about all things private podcasts and just give us like a few maybe tips or strategies to help us with getting leads with our podcast. So introduce yourself, tell us about you, all the things, like just give us a a little sneak peek into who you are and your life. Yeah. So hi, everyone. I am Andrea Singletary. I am a wife, a mom of two. I currently have an 11-month-old and a two-year-old, but they're both about to get older this month in April. Um, So yeah, so I have that going. And then I am also a podcast coach and strategist. And I actually started out as a virtual assistant doing all the things, quickly got burnt out, and decided to niche in podcast management. Podcasts were my saving grace when I became a mom, just listening to different mom podcasts. And I got curious about, you know, who helps people get their podcasts out into the world. So exploring, researching, and dove into the world of podcasting. And here I am over a year later, teaching moms how to use their podcasts to generate leads for their businesses. Perfect segue straight into question number one. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. So, okay. One thing I know about you and 
Um, you know, I so I started following you when you posted something inside the Facebook group. I wasn't following you until you posted your podcast in the Facebook group. And when I saw the name, because your the podcast name is Mama Turned Mompreneur Podcast, and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this title. So I'm gonna go check it out. And I listened to that episode, and I literally binged all your episodes. That I think I think it took me three days, and I listened to every single episode. I think you you just hit fifty. You just celebrated fifty. So yes. I think at the time you probably had like maybe thirty. 30 something or almost 40. And so I listened to every single episode and I was like, oh, this is so good. So one thing that I know that you talk about, and I know that you support people with is the concept of a private podcast. And I feel like private podcasts, it's not something that's new, but I feel like it's something that's like taking the online space by storm is that a lot of people are wanting to do them. So for those that don't know, I would love for you to like, let's just dive in and talk a little bit about private podcasts. So what is a private podcast? So basically, it's the same thing as a traditional podcast, but you can't search for it. So you can't look it up on Apple, Spotify, Google, none of that. You have to opt in to get access to it. So a lot of times people will create like a a private podcast as a freebie. And so you'll give your email and then you're sent the link. So that way you can add it to whatever podcasting platform you want to listen on. That's it. It's just not searchable. Okay. So with, because you you just mentioned about like people use it as a freebie. And Mm -hmm. the the first thing I thought of when I, and I noticed people doing private podcasts, when I really saw them doing it, there were a few people doing it like in 2019. I joined the online space around 2019. Mm -hmm. And so I, I actually saw some people doing it even then, but I'm curious how would you say, or or what would you say people are doing today in order to use like a private podcast to grow their email list? Because I recognize that people are, you know, I, I see a lot of people right now using them around launches, but I don't mm-hmm. necessarily see people using it to actually grow their email list. And I think that's a really interesting thing to do because it's kind of low energy. Like you don't have to keep on sustaining a weekly podcast if you don't want to. You could just have this private show I'm, I'm imagining right or do you recommend that the private show be something that you do every single week and it's just behind this email list so there's so many different ways that you can use it so regardless of how you use it you're gonna grow your email list because people have to give you your their email in order for you to give them the link i mean you could if you want to just post the link on your website and do it that way but that's not really going to benefit you. So nine times out of 10, someone has to go to a landing page, fill out the form, give their email. So that way they can get that link to access the private podcast. So like I said, people use it as a freebie. It's really popular for virtual summits. More virtual summits are being audio only because it's just so much easier to consume. But you also can use it as a paid offer. And a lot of times people will use it as like their low ticket offer. And it's a great way to nurture your audience. So maybe they're thinking about, oh, I want to work with this person, but I'm not quite sure yet. You know, I want to opt into their low ticket offer. And so a lot of business owners will do that and use that private podcast to further nurture that audience and they'll end up selling on their private podcast. So Again, there's so many different ways that you can use it, but regardless of how you use it, if you're setting it up in a way where people have to give you their email to opt in, you're going to grow your email list. You know, you actually gave some really good, I I didn't think about the 
idea that people are using it as like a low ticket offer. I have seen people do like summits and then I've seen people like they'll do a private podcast instead of doing like, you know, how people do like a webinar or something. So they'll Mm -hmm. do a private podcast instead. And so that's really cool. But I actually really love the idea of having an actual private podcast for a low ticket offer. I've seen people do like audio courses, but they still put it into something like Kajabi or something like it's not on a podcast platform. And I feel like it's easier to consume it if you put it on the podcast platform. So something that I'm curious about when we're thinking about creating a private podcast is like, what kind of, like, what kind of tech do we need in order to, actually like create and execute a private podcast because I would imagine there's so many different ways you can do it but you know like I said some people are like creating these audio things and they're putting it in things like Kajabi but I don't I mean personally I don't know about anyone else but personally I feel like that's not the easiest way for us to consume Mm -hmm. audio content right like we have platforms like iTunes Spotify stuff like that that we could use so are there things already that we can just plug into in order to actually host our things Yeah, so there's a few podcast hosts that offer private feeds. So Captivate is one. Hello Audio is another one. I personally prefer Hello Audio just because the setup is so much more streamlined. It'll give you a universal link that you can pretty much like if you're using ConvertKit for your email marketing, you just set up your landing page, you include that link. So that way everything is automated. With Captivate, for some reason, they have it set up where every single person gets their own link. And so then you're getting into the technicalities of using Zapier. So that way it automates everything for you. If not, you're going to have to do it yourself. Um, So I highly recommend Hello Audio for that. They are a podcast host. I don't really like them for their traditional podcast setup, but for the private podcast feeds, they make it very easy for you. And do you feel like, and I'm I'm just curious your thoughts on this, but do you feel like there's, you know how sometimes people are like, you don't need a bunch of freebies, you know, you don't need a bunch of things. And I mean, even I've said stuff like that. So, you know, I, I mean, I get it. But do you feel like there's, do you feel like there's a limit to like how many private podcasts people should or could create? I'm just curious, like your perspective. Yeah. Honestly, no, like it's a really great way to dive deep on a specific topic and really build different relationships. But also I so I've been doing bundles lately. And so one of the bundles I'm doing, it's a private podcast and it's teaching people how to sell on their podcast with confidence. And it was so easy to set up. Like a lot of times when people do bundles, they're doing PDF downloads and different things like that. And it's so time consuming because you're trying to make it look nice and all of that. But like literally I recorded the episodes in a day. They're all under five minutes, but they're getting a lot of value out of this private podcast. And like you said, private podcasts are becoming so popular and it's so intriguing. And it's like, well, what is this exclusive content? I can't just go search on Apple Podcasts and access it. So you're really getting people's attention. It's like, ooh, I want to learn more about this. I'm willing to opt into it. So it's a great way. If you're going to use it as a freebie, I would say use it as like a bundle or something like that. I mean, if you want to do a freebie, you can. 
I was really big on doing freebies, but honestly, you get all these people that sign up for it. And a lot of times they're not even your ideal clients. And so you're having to scrub your email list and it's a waste of time. But I found that with bundles, because I know the audience that they're targeting, I know that, okay, I am going to be connecting with my ideal clients. So yes, I'm willing to do this freebie for that. Yes, I agree 100%. And something that you said while you were talking, you said that, you know, like when you do other freebies that maybe are, you know, a masterclass, a workshop, PDFs, things like that, like they take a lot of time. They think they, they take time to set up. And so I'm curious how long, because I know that you set up private podcasts, you have your own, things like that. So like how, like what kind of time investment are we looking at here when we're thinking about putting together our own private podcasts? Well, it just depends on how you're going to do it. But ideally with your private podcast, you want to keep the episodes 10 minutes or less just so you don't lose your audience's attention. And I would say you shouldn't be doing more than maybe six to eight episodes in total. Like you want to keep it short and sweet. You want to give them something that is actionable that they can act on and everything. And you want to make sure you're selling on it. (laughs) But honestly, I did all of it, the recording and the editing, which it was like minimal editing. I did it in a day. Like it was really quick to set up. And I'm saying it took me a day because I do have kids. So starting, stopping, you know, that kind of stuff, mom life. But if my kids weren't here, I probably could have knocked it out in maybe three hours or less. Like, again, it just goes back to how many episodes you're doing, how long the episodes are. And also, too, because I am a podcast producer, I am a perfectionist when it comes to editing. So sometimes it takes me a little bit longer because I want a certain sound quality. But ideally, if you're recording in a good environment and you aren't stumbling over your words or anything like that, you only have like minimal editing to do. It's not going to take you that long to set up. Like literally, you edit your episodes, you upload the them to hello audio you get the universal link and you you know you set up your landing page and all of that like it doesn't take long at all i imagine and and something that you said and i was like i, I want to highlight this first is that you are an expert like this is what you do so i also want to like say like it's probably also fast for you because even in my mind like one day that's still really fast because I'm like but yeah she's like a podcast like you do podcast management you're a podcasting coach you're a podcasting strategist like you really know this industry so well so you know I would imagine that maybe it would take someone a little I mean you know I I think a weekend is like fair like okay if it takes me the weekend that's good you know especially most of us here are moms so you know, we're going to have to do the stop and start thing too. But I I really do love that timeline because when you think about other things that you might have to create, you got to get the perfect setup. You got to, your video set up if you're going to do a masterclass or you have to create slides. Like there's so many moving parts to one of those things. And I'm just sitting here like I'm preparing for a launch coming up and I'm like, dang, maybe I should change from the, I should probably scrap the masterclass and do a private podcast. Like that might be really fun. So, okay. In in speaking about this, because one thing that you mentioned is that you want to make sure that you're selling and you mentioned how many episodes that we should have, right? That there should Mm -hmm. be you know, about 68 and they should be under 10 minutes. So I'm actually curious with this, with this, like what type of content do you feel is best suited? How, how would someone, you know, maybe... I feel like you have to be kind of concise, but also still valuable. So how do you, is there a measure or not, not a measure, but is there like a, a 
general framework people should be following in terms of like the content that should go on a private podcast? When do you kind of know that this is private podcast material versus like, oh, maybe you should just start a podcast because you have a lot to say kind of thing? So ideally, it's a topic that your audience is maybe asking you more about, or maybe you're seeing something like with your ideal clients, like it's just something that's reoccurring. And maybe you like, you know, I don't want to just put this on my traditional podcast, because one of the things with that is like, as you do more episodes, like and new people come to you, they're not going to go all the way back down to episode one necessarily, like especially like when you've hit over 100 episodes, they're like, nah, I'm gonna start from right here. And so they're gonna miss out on that valuable content. And so you can take that topic, like, like, again, if it's something that you see, like, is just constantly coming up with your ideal clients, and you can turn that into a private podcast and go deeper into that topic. So like one of the things I saw coming up with my audience is that they really struggle to sell with confidence on their podcast. And I see it with all of my launch clients when they come to me. They either don't want to sell or they're like, how do I do this and not seem super salesy? And so that's why I decided to create that private podcast for that, you know, just so they have something that they can quickly binge and get those ideas and know how to confidently sell on their podcast. So I think just looking at what the need is, because that's another thing too, you don't want to create this private podcast and it's not something that people don't even want that they're not even asking for. So making sure that it's something that they do want that is going to bring value to your audience and, you know, attract more of your ideal clients because that's part of the private podcast. You want to bring in more of your ideal clients and start to nurture those relationships too. This is so good because I I feel like, I I feel like in, in a weird way, even though I said earlier, I've been seeing people do private podcasts for so long, I feel, I still feel like there's a lot of uncharted territory in this conversation of, you know, how logistically, what does this look like? Right. And so something that I was sitting here typing, so I was like, I want to make sure I ask this is you mentioned your launch clients, right? You have these launch clients. They struggle with sales confidence on the private podcast. So they're working with you not only to help them with the content and help them, you know, what should they be saying? All those things, but also that sales confidence piece as well. But I'm curious, after you've worked with them, after you've gotten this, you know, the the, the podcast is launched, right? They're in their launch. What kind of conversion rates are you actually seeing with private podcasts versus, and I mean, granted, I know that this is your specialty, but if you have a comparison between private podcasting versus any other form of marketing, I mean, and I feel for me also conversion rate, that's relative because, you know, every industry, every marketing channel has its own conversion rates. But just from what you've seen, are you seeing really high conversion rates from, you know, private podcasts? Like, how is that working for you and your clients? I am seeing that it's high conversion rates in that they're really building that trust, but also to what's really benefiting them is that they're getting these people on their email list. So, They've already started to build that trust through the private podcast, and then they're able to nurture those relationships further. And so when they start selling, you know, to their email list, they're seeing like more people willing to buy, you know, you know, especially for like their high ticket offers and different things like that, because they've already, you know, established that foundation, built that trust you know, nurture those relationships. So it's a great way. And like you said, with private podcasts, people aren't, 
like people are talking about it, but they're not really using it. Or we're mostly seeing them being used as virtual summits. Well, now you have someone coming in with this private podcast, you know, marketing it as a freebie or a low ticket offer. And so what we're seeing is that again, that exclusive content, people want it, they're willing to pay for it, or they're, you know, want it willing to give their email over for it, because they know that they're not going to get this somewhere else. They can't just go and listen to the person's traditional podcast and get it. So it's really just something intriguing about it. Like, people are willing for whatever reason, it's like, ooh, I don't want to miss out, you know what I mean? So yeah. Let me ask this when we're thinking about this, like with actually creating this podcast, are you recommending or like, I guess in terms of the delivery of it, would someone record all the episodes, put it on there and whenever somebody opts in, they hear all the episodes or is it still dripping like as a weekly thing or like, you know, maybe if it's like seven days, like one episode comes out every day of the week or something like that. Like, are you seeing that people are doing both? Is there just one? How's that looking? I'm seeing people do both. So fellow podcaster, she recently released her audio course and she drips the episode. So each week it's a new episode. And then I've seen other people where they just release everything at once. And honestly, it just depends on your audience. Like, I think the only thing with dripping it, especially if you're doing it like week by week, you can lose your audience. But if you're dripping it over like the course of a week, so every day it's a new episode, I've seen that as a very effective because they're more like they're excited. They know, okay, tomorrow a new episode's going and is coming and it's going to build upon the last episode. So I feel like if you're going to drip it, do it within a week. Don't do it like, you know, one week new episode, another the week a new episode because you're going to lose your audience they're not going to finish the private podcast you're not you know it's going to you're not going to see those conversions because they're not even making it all the way through to hear everything that you have to say so one thing i was just about to ask and you kind of touched on it a little bit mm-hmm. is people finishing the private podcast so I feel like one thing that I'm so like glad that you shared is like the number of episodes, because I can definitely see like people maybe trying to create a private podcast and putting like 20 episodes. And it's like, girl, that's a lot. Like these are 30 minute episodes. What's going on here? That's too much. Right. Yeah. So I love the parameters there. And I'm just curious, what are you seeing as like a standard across the board of, you know, how many people, you know, a percentage of people that are actually finishing an entire private podcast? Honestly, it just depends on the content. So I have a client who she decided to include a private podcast with her course, but she wasn't seeing people like do anything with the private podcast. Like no one was downloading, no one was listening. So she decided to remove that. And instead she started doing virtual workshops. And so she started to take those virtual workshops and turn those into private podcasts and people were consuming them. And so I just think it goes back to really knowing your audience, knowing what what they're interested in, how it's going to benefit them, but also just keeping in mind too, like, so for instance, your audience are moms. So having a private podcast with a bunch of 20 plus minute episodes, that's not going to benefit them. You know, you want to keep it short and sweet. You want to make sure that it's something that they can listen to on the go. So like thinking about 
moms, like for me, a lot of times I listen to podcasts, I'm in the car, I'm cooking dinner, cleaning up something, you know, to kind of like help me get through whatever it is that I'm doing. So just keeping your ideal client in mind when you're setting this up. So that way you are, you're setting them up for success. You're setting it up in the way that you know they are going to consume this and everything. And another great thing to do is, and I always encourage my clients is just pull your audience, send out a quick survey, find out what they're looking for, you know, what they're willing to listen to, you know, are they able to handle, you know, a private podcast with five, 10 minute episodes? Like just ask them what they want. They will respond. Like, They're already listening to your content or consuming your content and everything, you know, and they want more from you. So just ask them what they want. Yeah, that's such a good, I mean, I love me some market research. I stay doing market research. And I'm I'm always talking about like the power and like this and the importance of doing market research because our communities tell us what they want. They tell us what we need. And so, yeah, like that's such a great point, especially when you don't, quite know what people want, right? You and you don't want to really guess because that you just end up wasting more time than necessary. And as moms, we ain't got time to be wasting. So <laughs> that I, I love that. So something else that I want to ask is, and I kind of want to go back to the piece of, you know, how this is building the email list. So especially because you mentioned like people using this as a freebie. And so, you know, obviously like freebies are something that you promote, you know, ongoing anytime you're promoting this, this, uh, a freebie, right. You can promote it anytime. And so I'm curious with that kind of, you know, using a private podcast, if somebody was doing it, would you recommend any specific strategy to actually launch it? You know, since it's something that people can join at any time. I feel like sometimes freebies, freebies are always a tricky spot for me because on one end, I'm like, okay, do we really need another freebie? Like if it's not going directly to a launch, I don't be trying to do it. But on the other hand, I do understand the value of a freebie. Like if you get on a podcast, right, then you can say like, hey, I have a private podcast that you can actually opt into, you know, and then there you go. Like you said, you're building the, you know, building your list. So I'm just curious, what are some things maybe that you're seeing that's working with your clients in terms of maybe if they are launching it as a freebie versus if they were maybe launching it for the specific purpose of going into a launch? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. that's two kind of separate different ways that you're going to launch and talk about your private podcast. Yeah. So honestly, it just goes back to your goals. So when you create a private podcast, even if you do it as a freebie, you have to have your goals in mind. When I help my clients, I look at, okay, why are we creating this private podcast? Is this going to lead into a specific offer? You know, we're not just creating private podcasts to create private podcasts. Like you got to have purpose behind it. And so that's what you want to look at first. Like, what are you using this for? Are you using this to, you know, get people into maybe you have a course, maybe you have a coaching program, like really look at that first. And that's going to help you figure out how to set it up, how to go about marketing it and different things like that. If you have a podcast and I highly recommend promoting your offers, your freebies, whatever. Promote it on your podcast because you already have that audience there. They're already tuning into your podcast weekly. So that's one of the biggest ways too. But also if you are someone who is starting to guest on people's podcasts and you are trying to reach you know, your ideal clients, think about what they want. So if you want to create a private podcast specifically for that so you can promote it on you know, the episodes that you're going to be featured on, 
do that. But again, just think about what is your goal? What is your reason behind creating this private podcast? And then go from there. Yes, I think that's a perfect way to kind of like sum this up because one thing that I constantly talk about and something that is so important is, like you said, knowing your goals. Like what is the actual goal for what you're doing here? And I feel like sometimes like private podcast, I mean, I've said this before, but it it almost seems like a mystery. And I do, I have seen people just kind of slap anything together and like, okay, this is a private, you know, and it's like (laughs) like that, I'm pretty sure this didn't do you any favors because I didn't even sign up for this because I could tell it was just like, really Mm -hmm. just not the, you know, the best way to do this. So the last question that I want to ask about um, the private podcast and just how to, you know, make this something that actually generates leads for people. I'm curious, like when it comes to the promoting of it, do you notice that there are any maybe like best practices in terms of not, I don't want to say the aesthetics, but like how it looks in terms of like the lead page, like the landing page, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause like, I, I feel like besides the actual content, I feel like the landing page or like the way that you talk about it is also important mm-hmm. because essentially like we're you know this is the only shot that you have to really get them into this private podcast so like are there any best tips best things like do you recommend people like write out what the episodes are you get what i'm saying do you you expect people to do those kind of things when they're leading people to a private podcast or is it literally as simple as you know a convert kit form that just says put your email in you know yes i think with a private podcast if it's gonna be free you could probably get away with just like a convert kit form like of course you want to explain what it is like what they're going to get out of it why should they even opt into it but if it's going to be a paid offer then yes you have to have a sales page you want to you you have to help them to see like why do they even need this like why is this important why would I pay for this private podcast especially I don't necessarily know what I'm going to get you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the episodes contain. Um, And yeah, so I have a private podcast and it's a paid offer. And so I broke down what they're going to get in each episode. And so it's nice to have like a little overview so that way they can get a general idea of like what the private podcast is about. But like with any sales page, you know, you have to capture your audience's attention and help them to see like, why is this for them? Why do they need this? But if it's just going to be a freebie, then no, you probably don't need to do a full on sales page for it. Like that's just more work for yourself. You can definitely get away with just a landing page. But again, you want to explain why do they need this? What are they going to get from it? What is the transformation they're going to experience at the end of this private podcast? Yes. Okay. I love it. That is so perfect. So the last question I'm going to ask, I asked this, well, I'm just now asking this to everyone, <laughs> but I'm, it's a fill in the blank question. You can answer it however you want. But the question is the woman I'm becoming is blank. Hmm. <laughs> Strong pivot from private podcasting. <laughs> I know you caught me off guard. With I got this you. One. got you good. <laughs> the woman I'm becoming is exactly who God called me to be. Okay. Yeah. I love that. That's like my whole thing is becoming the woman God created you to be. So 
I love that. That's such a great answer. And I feel like a lot of times we don't reflect on that question. So I love, I love that it's now my like new surprise question. It's going to be a surprise question for like this first set of people. I think once people start hearing me asking, they're going to be like ready, but hopefully I I think I might like change the question up a little bit so I can be like, gotcha. But that was such a good answer. Okay. Well, I just want to say first off, thank you so much for just like really deep diving into private podcasting. And honestly, like I'm a believer now because at first I was like, "Mm," you know, I mean, in, in marketing, and I feel like this is something that is a, it's a lesson for everyone, we have to, you know, be able to evolve with the times, right? And things are just changing, right? Like there, there are so many options in terms of how you can market and how you can do things. And so while I never am the person to say like, oh, you should try everything and do everything, I also mm-hmm. recognize that like there are certain trends that happen that actually make life easier for your buyers, right? Like it's not even about you. It's literally about your buyers. And I feel like private podcasting is such a interesting concept, especially if your audience listens to podcasts, if they're mm. on the go, you know, if they're moms, if they're different things, then p- podcasting in general is great. But even a private podcast, I just love the idea of being able to capture people, right? Being able to capture those leads that you could ultimately sell to on the back end. And so I'm glad that we we're able to talk about this. And I feel like if nothing else, just breaking down like the logistics, because I feel like sometimes it's it, people are afraid to try things because they don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like this really kind of broke down, like how does this private po- podcast actually look and how can we make it really work for us? So this was so good. Thank you so much. I would love for you to tell us really quick how we can keep up with you, your podcast, all the things, and I'll make sure I link that in the show notes as well. Yeah. So my podcast is Mama Turn Mompreneur. I show up twice a week, every week on my podcast. My website is babaturnmompreneur.com. So you can find out about all my services. I support moms with launching podcasts, managing their podcasts, as well as providing podcast coaching. And then I'm always on Instagram too, at Mama Turn Mompreneur. And please go listen to the podcast. Like, You can pause this right now or like, you know, let the outro finish, but like go listen to the podcast. Cause when I tell you, I listened to it in like three days, it was so good. And she's, she's at 50 episodes. So we'll probably like by the time you hear this, it'll be a little closer to like maybe 55 or something. I don't know wherever it's at, go listen to all of them. Like first off, she has like the most soothing voice in the world. And it's just like, oh my God, it feels like a warm hug. But second (laughs) off, it's just so much that like, it's really so much value, like value after value after value. And I'm not sure if the doors will still be open, but the private podcasting course that she was talking about, definitely jump in that. I will link that in the show notes below as well, because that's also going to be another great resource if you are trying to use a podcast to generate leads in your business. I feel like we people talk about podcasting, but they don't really go that extra mile to talk about how it is a lead generator. And It really is. And how it's a place that you can nurture, right? You can attract new people, you can nurture them, and you can convert them all in one place. Like who wouldn't want to do that? Yes, yes. (laughs) I can go on for days about that, but I'm not. (laughs) We're not going to get you started today. (laughs) But yes, but thank you so much, Boo, for being on the show. This was such an amazing time. Thank you for having me. And until next time, I'll talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.